Can storytelling be sexy? Ooh, let's talk about that today on No Boring Stories. Let's get into it. What's up, storytellers? Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast, here to make sure there's no BS in your brand story. You want to make a lasting impact in this world, and you know that storytelling is the best way to engage your ideal audience today, but finding and sharing your brand story can be a confusing process. My friend, if you're confused, you better believe your audience is too, and that's why I'm here. With over two decades experience showing up for audiences as an actor, a speaker, a storyteller, and a coach, each episode I'm bringing you my signature storytelling tools and transformative founder stories so that you can clearly find, share, and build a brand on your story. Yes, I want you to feel like you can take what you learn here and put it right into action. So do that. Share your story. Share it with the world. Put this out on Instagram as soon as you start learning from this because when you share your story, you shape the world. I'm your host, Alex Street, and today we are going to get a little bit PG-13, maybe, just because I'm saying the word sexy. Is that it? Oh my goodness, I am such a little child here. Look, uh, there's something that came up for me just the other day. I was talking to one of my clients in one-on-one story coaching, and I've been coaching her through her speaking and really getting uh, refined on the talk that she is bringing to the stage. And as we've been processing that, working through it, she said to me something yesterday that that really stood out to me. She said that she got up and spoke at this conference. She was one of multiple speakers. And people came up to her afterwards, and someone specifically said, your storytelling is sexy. And now she wasn't referring to, like, you know, this, like, erotic sort of sexy storytelling. It wasn't like she was telling stories about some hunk of a man that came in and saved the damsel in distress, Outlander style, and then they went and had a moment in front of the fireplace. Not that kind of storytelling. What she meant was that her storytelling was attractive. It was engaging. It made this audience member want to get closer, to lean in. Because isn't that what sexiness is? Isn't that what sexiness does? When we say that something is sexy, we're not necessarily talking about a slinky dress or a, a, a ripped bod. We talk about intelligence being sexy, don't we? We talk about design being sexy. It can be sexy design. We talk about ideas being sexy. And what we're really saying when we say that is it's a little bit in playfulness, but it's because we all actually understand that when we say something sexy, what we're really talking about is something is attractive. So the comment that my client really got was, your storytelling is so attractive. And if that's something that you want, if you're like me and you want to have attractive storytelling, you want to be an attractive communicator, that is, when you speak, people are attracted to you and your message, if that's you, then lean in and buckle up for this podcast because I've got a story for you. I've got some clear problems that are holding us back from making storytelling sexy. I've got some ideas on what you can focus on to make sure that your storytelling is sexy. And then a really clear picture of what will happen after we make those shifts. This, of course, 
is what I do in my one-on-one story coaching. So I was so proud to hear that my client got that remark from someone in the audience because that is exactly what we're working towards. So if you have a speaking gig coming up or you're interested in booking more speaking gigs, if you want to get on a TEDx stage, but you don't know what you would say, if you are booked for a conference and you want to make sure that you knock it out of the park, you have people coming up to you saying, wow, that was sexy, then please connect with me. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Send me an email. Go to my website, alexstreet.ca, and let's get a conversation started about story coaching so that we can clarify your message rooted in your story and make sure that you stand out from the crowd. Okay, when we think about story coaching being sexy, here's what comes to mind, and this is very recent. I was scrolling through my Instagram last week, And there's someone I follow that has a high-profile podcast. And on this podcast, they were highlighting one of the recent conversations that they had with a guest. And this guest was talking about her experience in church and how she felt like her sexuality was being held back, repressed when she was in church. That she only, you know, said that she would date Jesus and was saving herself and all this stuff. Now, what's so outstanding about that message and why that really stands out, A, I connected with that because, as you know, in my story, I started hanging around the church when I was a teenager and and heard all kinds of teachings around that, around purity culture, and then I became a youth pastor and then was in this responsible position to sort of help manage and maintain healthy relationships and strict boundaries for teenagers and you know, conversations that we would have around that. And and that was just a lot of my life and a mindset I had to deal with or figure out or process. Where do I fit in this? What do I agree with, not agree with? And so I just immediately connected with this video because I was hearing things that were recognizable to me. But for her, what was remarkable about her story is that this is not who she is now. This is someone now who's showing up and she's like got this wildly successful OnlyFans account. She's making tons of money on there. She's a stripper, an adult model, and this is her life now. But she was talking about growing up in a church and then even specifically talking about how she moved through that and was a pastor. So her story, at first glance, Sounds like it's this remarkable, captivating, engaging, enticing story of someone going from being a pastor to a stripper. And that's actually, you know, you look through and you look this person up and you can see that there are news articles and it's like, you know, former pastor is now a stripper. And that's the headline. That's the story. And what that does is it really, it's a wow factor, right? You immediately go, oh, that's different. That seems like a real 180, a real left turn, doesn't it? And so it captures our attention. But that kind of fades. Unless you're interested in sending money for the work that she's doing now and purchasing from that, you know, the the modeling or the, the work that she's doing on those accounts now, which is very fine, go ahead and do that. And she's making a ton of money doing that, then then you're not actually interested in that story. You know what I mean? If Unless you're interested in that, then that story is a wow factor at best. But here's the kicker. Here's the real key with this. Because that's not her story. Those are simply titles. She went from that to that, from that title to this title. And it is captivating. And we'll talk about this and the use of that. But it's not the full story. 
where she really made her mark, where she really started to break in was by being a life coach and helping other people to find freedom, to find this self-worth, self-value, and self-expression just like she was experiencing. Because for so much of her life, she felt constricted, restricted, restrained, and now was living this free expressive lifestyle doing whatever the hell she wanted to do. And it just so happened that she was modeling, right? So the real story is not from pastor to stripper. The real story is, if I'm putting words to it, restrained to free. You see, what's happening and where we get stuck is we're looking for a story that could stand up against something like pastor to stripper. We're like, well, my story isn't, isn't, doesn't have a wow factor like that. And so we hold back. We're like, I don't know. And, and then we get confused because we're like, I don't, what parts of that story do I tell? It's so boring. There's nothing to it. It's not that. It's not as good as hers or his or anybody's out there that you are comparing yourself and your experiences, your titles, your roles, the change in roles that you've experienced. But the good news is that's not the story. It's one version of the story, but it's very surface level. You want to go deeper. You want to get real. You want to talk about actual change in this world. Then you look at the emotions that you experienced, the change that you experienced in your emotions. Right? I could show up today and talk about going from pastor to coach. Now, that's not quite as outstanding as hers, but that could be what I talk about. I used to be a pastor. And then if you if you understand that life, then you could go, oh, yeah, okay, wow, I really connect with him. But you have no idea what I talk about. You have no idea how I'm going to help you. And unless you are in that trying to get out of it, it's going to feel really hard to connect with me and know that I can help you. Transition. And, and unless you want to be a coach, well, then what good am I to you? But that's why I don't talk about that. I don't lead the way with that. I realized that that journey was simply roles that I held while I was on my real journey, which is from confusion to clarity, from feeling confused about the impact that I can make and the message that I have in this world to being abundantly clear as I embraced and discovered my own story. That's what I'm here to do. That's the story. Are you with me? So look, if you want to have sexy storytelling, then what we need to do is get really clear on what it is that we're showing up with and stop just putting on uh, makeup and assuming that that's enough because there's something actually about you, about you as a person, your energy, your emotions, that is actually what's sexy, what's attractive, what's going to bring people in. The problems are, we are out here using storytelling as a tool. We are using it and thinking, okay, I just need to throw this on, go out, and then people will come to me. If I tell a story, well, then the masses will come and I will make mega money. And then you start telling stories, you start sharing your story in this vulnerable state, and guess what? People aren't coming, are they? Or it's not sustainable, is it? It's not really making impact. It's just surface level. Or you get stuck in a structure, and you're using storytelling, but you're using some complicated structure. It might even be a structure that I tell you to use, but you're using it and sticking so tightly to that that there is no freedom within it and there's no authenticity. You're just using what you have built around you. And so we're we're used to and we think that people's stories are that 
role change from broke to billionaire. That's not actually the story there. Those are just titles. Those are just roles that that person held, identities. But that's not the feelings that they embraced. That's not the feelings that they experienced, the emotions that they carried with them. We want to talk about something deeper there. And that's not just within that structure. There's something more to it. And finally, I think one of the biggest problems that I see is just that, where we focus on the titles. And if you're stuck in your storytelling, maybe it's because you're focused on your titles and your roles more than your experiences and emotions. The good news is, it doesn't have to be this way. You don't have to be stuck using storytelling as a tool or stuck in a structure or stuck on the titles because you can be free as you want to be in your storytelling. And when you do that, when you do show up like that, that's when you'll be most sexy. That's when storytelling really becomes something attractive. So here's three ways that I think that you can address those problems and you can show up with sexy storytelling today. Number one, make sure it's shared. Number two, play in the sandbox. Number three, use the emotions. All right, let's talk about sharing stories. So I said that one of the problems is that we use stories as a tool rather than sharing them. Sharing them is a, well, it's a partnership, isn't it? When we share a meal together, we're both digging in with a fork. It's not me giving it to you and saying, here, here's the pie. It's we're sharing this experience. We're sharing this. And it's something that we both experience together. That's what happens when you actually go and understand your story. It develops empathy for yourself, which then allows you to show up with empathy for others. And as you express that story now, you are actually more connective or more attractive than you were before because it feels so authentic, so pure, so real because you understand the real story here, the real experience, not just the surface level. And when you share that story, now we're creating shared experiences beyond these unique titles that you held. We're talking about these universal emotions, which we'll get to in number three here. But that's what sharing a story is. When you have a shared story mindset, you go forward thinking, what's my audience going to feel and experience through this? And how can I connect with them? Number two, play in the sandbox. This isn't a solid structure. This is somewhere that we can play. Now, what I'm giving you and a lot of the structures that I do give you is a sandbox. I want you to think of like four walls on a little sandbox, you know, eight inches high, but then there's just a bunch of sand and toys in there. And what I'm doing is giving you that structure to say, this is where the sand is kept. This is where you can play. Now go play. Now go make it your own. I can help you learn how to build a sandcastle, tell a story. I can help you know where to put the pieces, but it's ultimately up to you to use, to work with, to go deeper in some parts, stay higher in other parts, really zone in on this story, really stay away from that story. It's something to be played with. And when you get when you learn to play with the story, well then, again, you actually show this lightness, this freedom that is what? Sexy, attractive. And finally, drop the titles. I mean, you can use them if you want to, because as I say, it is kind of a headline. It's a it's an attention grabber for a second. But if you really want to create lasting impact, which is what we're here to do, then focus on the emotions. Focus on the universal things that we are all working towards. Nobody's working towards that role change and those specific roles. And if you are, you won't be in 10 years because you'll get there and then you realize that it was empty. 
And so what we really want to talk about is going from empty to expression. What we really want to talk about is going from stuck to free. What we really want to talk about is going from confused to clear. All right? Not from pastor to coach, not from actor to coach, not from actor to speaker. None of these things we want to talk about going from confused to clear. The emotions are what connect. The emotions attract the audience. You want to be a sexy storyteller? Focus on the emotions. Play in the sandbox and share the story with these people. When you do that, you will be more attractive, magnetic, and yes, sexy. You will be more creative. You'll feel like there's more space to play. And you will stand out as more unique, more personal, and more clear than ever before. I know it because I've seen it in my life. I know it because I've seen it in dozens and dozens, maybe up to hundreds of clients now that I'm working with directly and I know it because I know that that's how humanity works and society's built on these kind of stories. Is storytelling sexy? You better believe it is. You want to be someone that attracts others to you? Then focus on telling sexy stories. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street and we are just getting started. I'm so excited that you got to be a part of this conversation on the No Boring Stories podcast. So go ahead and share this episode with the people that you love so that they can experience the same kind of transformation you just experienced while listening in. And then go ahead and rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast platform as that helps this episode get seen and heard by so many other people. Thank you for being a part of this. I am so grateful to spend this time with you. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started.